They are the Chai Kids. Your host today is Jaden. Good afternoon and welcome to the Chai Kids Show on 101.9. Thank you for choosing the Chai Kids Show on Chai FM. My name is Jaden and I am 10 years old and I will be hosting for you today. This is Chai Kids for Kids by Kids. Coming up on Chai Kids Today, I will be interviewing Brad Stain, and he is an architect. So stay tuned to 101.9 Chai FM to learn more about what an architect is and all the things that they do. Also, on the show, I have a tongue twister to challenge your mouth and a guess the song to challenge your musical knowledge. So stay tuned. You don't want to miss the kids' show. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guest or if you want to say hi to your friends and family. The SMS number is 34519 and is charged at 1 rand 50. You can send me a telegram on 061-895-1019. And please don't forget to sign your name so we know who it was from. You can also call us on 010-140-3020. I repeat, 010-140-3020. Get ready for a very interesting show on Chai Kids Today. Sherry's out of head, a thousand tails. Master you in luck, cause up your sleeves, you got a brand of magic never fails. You got some power in your corner now, heavy ammunition in your can. You got some punch to the dance, you got who and how, say all you gotta do is rub that lamp. And I'll say, Mr. Lumpster, what will your pleasure be? Let me take your order, jot it down, you ain't never been like me. <laughs> Life is your restaurant, and I'm your manager. Come on, whisper what it is you want. You ain't never had a bit like me. Yes, sir. We pride ourselves on service. You're the boss, the king, the shot. Say what you wish. It's yours. True dish about a little more boggling As I'm a column A, try all of column B. I'm in the mood to help you, dude. You ain't never had a bit like me. No, no. Can your friends do this? Can your friends do that? Can your friends pull this? Of their little hands. Can your friends go? Hey, look at here. Can your friends go? Abracadabra. Let them rip. And then make the sucker disappear. So you sit just like your buggy Well, all you gotta do is rub like so. Oh, Mr. Lancer, have to shot two or three. I'm on the job, you big nabob. You ain't never had a friend, never had a friend. You ain't never had a friend, never had a friend. You ain't never had a friend. Never had a friend. 
have a friend like me. Hi, kids. For kids, by kids. They are the Chai Kids. Your host today is Jaden. That song was Friend Like Me. This is Chai Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Jaden, and I am your host for today. Before we start my interview with Brad Stain, I want to introduce the tongue twister for today. It is the Thirty Three Thieves' Thoughts. I repeat, the Thirty Three. Thieves' thoughts. A bit later, I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in ten seconds. So, call me on o one o one four o three o two o to see if you can say it faster than me. I have Brad Stain sitting with me in the studio today, so if you have any questions for him, you can send them on three four five one nine or or Telegram to o six one eight nine five one o one nine. Good afternoon, Brad, and welcome. Ah,、oh, good afternoon to you and all the listeners. I am very excited to have you on my show. Thank you. Brad, I have never exactly chatted to an architect before, so in a simplified way, can you explain to me and my fellow Chaikid listeners what is an architect and what does an architect do? Sure. So we're going to start right at the beginning. So every building space started off in a, as, in a person as a thought in the mind. So, so a person needs to find a solution. For covered space and for protection, so to transfer this thought onto paper is called the design. So an architect will sketch on paper a picture, a detailed picture of what the building will look like, and how it will work and be used. He plans how much space it will take, what rooms are needed, the best place for the entrance, where windows and doors are best situated, what type of roof and materials will be used. And he'll get it all to flow, and be aesthetically pleasing. In other words, to make it look nice. Wow, architecture sounds like a very clever degree to have. What school subjects should one have studied to be able to study architecture? Yeah, so you should be good at maths and geometry. Art will also help. You have to be maybe like technologically inclined. Sound subjects are good to do. Artsy subjects will definitely help, because most of the architect's work is done on computer. But you need to have a good feel for space and understanding dimensions. It's also good to be able to get on and understand people, because you're constantly dealing with people. There's your clients, there's builders, there's engineers, there's council officials, there's your staff, there's the owners of the home. So social skills are very important. You must have patience and understanding of people too. Oh wow! I have always loved to draw and design myself, and your job sounds very exciting to me. Do I have to work very hard at maths and science, specifically at school, so as to be an architect one day? Yeah, maths and science is good. But you also need a lot of computer skills. So, for example, there's like Excel to work out bills of quantities. 
You have to be good at office word for all your documents. CAD programs, of course, you have to learn how to draw with CAD. Then there's 3D programs, which are more exciting to use. Um, you use those to portray your building in 3D. There are junior programs that you can play around with that involve 3Ds and drawing if you want to try it out. Wow, those are very, that's a, a lot of subjects you have to focus on to try to um, be an architect one day. Once getting a university entrance, how many years at university do you have to study for in order to become an architect? Well, there are many courses for architecture at different colleges and university. So a degree can be three years, a high degree can be four or even five years. It can be a lot of hard work. So you should be ready to spend a lot of time drawing your projects out, studying history of architecture, and doing the mathematical side to architecture. There are courses at like Wits University and UJ, that's like Uni University of Johannesburg, in Cape Town, there's also a very good architectural course. If like, if a person just is a is good at drawing and wants like more a simple study course, he can do a drafting course at one of the colleges. There's a lot of colleges in 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 Joburg all over that that teach uh, drafting skills and drawing skills. Wow, very amazing! I have read that architects design. All kinds of things, such as homes, apartments, hospitals, office buildings, m museums, bridges, and even landscaping gardens. What is your specialty? I specialize in residential architecture. I always had a fascination with houses. When I was a kid, I used to cut out the plans advertised in the property section of the Star newspaper. And I used to make a picture book. I liked model building. I even used to make models with paper cardboard of houses for my toy cars. I think lots of people are fascinated with houses, and everyone likes a nice house. I used to make a whole village with houses and shops. But planning houses on, diff on different shaped stands was, like, very exciting for me. In the old days, architects used to handle all their building plans. Has this changed with modern technology? Yeah, today, generally, I would say architects do handle all the building plans. They still have to design the buildings and make sure they, they get drawn properly by their draftsmen or their staff. So you're, the architect is in the top of the list when it comes to designing and drawing. Has modern technology and software programs helped your line of work? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, in the old days, we used to have drawing boards and like huge, large, adjustable rulers and pencils and pens. But over the past 25 years, so computer-aided design, CAD, has developed. So we use computer drawing programs to do all the work on the screen. There, there are many advantages. We have all our notes and we can copy and paste and adjust existing drawings easily. Then there's 3D drawings, programs that once you have learned them properly, you can, you can like produce all your commands and represent your whole building in 3D. You can even walk through the building.
like 3D games. It's fun. It's a really fun part of architecture. You can even select furniture and people and cars and show how your building space works in real life. What role does an architect play in a building project? Uh, so once again, the, the architect's really at the top, actually just below his client because he's getting paid by his client. But let's say he's at the top and he has to work out firstly what type of building the, the client wants or the homeowner, how big, how much it will cost. Uh, then, of course, he's got to uh, design the building in a way that it can be built properly. He's got to manage the builders. He's got to manage the council because all the plans have to be submitted to the local authority. And that's not such an easy thing to do. And then, of course, he's got to choose uh, some, some of the materials and he's got to start the project from the beginning, from design concept stage, right to the end when he has to go and check the building, see that it's been built properly and go through all the final snags. That's like the little finishing touches. So he's from from the beginning, right from conception, right to the end, till the final blotch of paint has been fixed. Wow, very amazing. I know that designing a good-looking building is very important, but who is in charge of making sure that the building is safe to use? Usually the architect is involved in that, but there are specialists. So you'll go to um, a fire specialist to make sure uh, in a big building that, that everything works in terms of the fire regulations and um, that the building's safe. For example, the stairs are the right sizes. That the architect also has to do. That there are balustrades, that no one can fall out windows. Windows have to be a certain way. There has to be double glazing on larger buildings. So the architect does have to make sure that he's following the safety that the building will contain. Also, when you're building, that's a tricky one because, you know, People, builders are working very high in structures. They've got ladders and slabs and beams. So there's all sorts of safety precautions you have to take while you're building. And, of course, the architect has to ensure that the builder works according to those regulations. Wow. Well, then um, the building must be also very safe to use. Did the COVID pandemic affect architects? Yeah, I think it did. I'd imagine it did. I think that people couldn't really build much because everyone had to stay home. And um, the council also, things were difficult there, so the planning process slowed down. Uh, people got a bit negative. So to some extent, architects weren't as busy as usual. Um, some architects I spoke to uh, didn't affect them too much, but others found work a bit slow. But I think people are catching up now, and everyone, to get, everyone wants to move ahead. Well, that's good that um, it's working now. In general, what are some of the biggest challenges an, arch an architect can face? Biggest challenges, there's a lot. I don't want to put anyone off because it's very exciting. But um, 
A challenge, of course, is that uh, you actually get your designer out, that it meets all the parameters that the client needs because you don't want to have to go and change all the drawings. Uh, you also hope that the client knows what he wants in the beginning so you don't have to change the drawings. Um, but there are other challenges. Uh, the council is a challenge to get the drawings approved. Sometimes they don't understand fully how you understood the building, and then you have to go and explain everything to them. And sometimes there are certain rules and regulations that they feel don't uh, aren't compliant with your drawing, and you have to explain to them how it is compliant. And after months, they eventually agree with you, and finally you get approval with a couple of changes. So the council is often a challenge. The builder is also a challenge. If you're using a good builder, well, then that's fantastic. But say you're using a builder that's not well organized, and he's struggling with the building project, so you have to give everybody a push, and sometimes you even have to find a new builder. But most of the time it works out if you know what you're doing, and you encourage everyone to do their job properly. Wow, that's a lot of um, challenges an architect can face. Since COVID and the importance now around preventing germs and having easy-to-clean spaces, do you see a change in how people are choosing to design with regards to surface material choices as well as better air quality and ventilation choices? Well, that's an interesting question, you know, because today buildings are air-conditioned. So a lot of the air is recirculated. You know, in the old days we used to have windows. Now, that wasn't such a bad idea because windows brought in natural ventilation, fresh air. So we actually have to go back a few steps and think, well, you know, in nature we have air and ventilation, and we have to reuse those resources. We have to reuse those resources like we used to. So, for example, air conditioning now, we have to reintroduce more fresh air into the system. We can't recirculate old air or just old air. If they're only recirculating 10 or 50% of fresh air in, in air conditioning in big building, it's a problem. So we need to draw in new fresh air. And, of course, we must resort back to windows so that if there is a pandemic, God forbid, which I doubt again, after all of this. But let's say there is, so then we prepared. When you are designing, do you think of energy-saving ways to help the environment? You know, today it's a big thing. Designing a green building has become very important, and there's a, there's a green building association, and often there's stars attached to the quality of how you design your building in terms of green building technology. So I'm sure you know that, you know, utilizing things like solar power, reuse of water, um, use it utilizing rainwater, um, the type of materials you use to insulate the building, all help to, to, to create a better building for the environment. The angle of the sun, how the sun works, how, where the building will face, how many windows will face the sun, how many windows won't face it, how large the windows will be that don't face the sun. So there's a lot of consideration when it comes to, comes to, to building a, a, a building that, that feels airy, balanced, and comfortable. What are some of the most exciting and biggest projects you have 
ever been involved in? Oh, well, the biggest one I did was in Uganda, funnily enough. There was a, a Ugandan, and his brother lived in South Africa, and his brother introduced me to him. And he wanted a big residential block built in Uganda. I think, I think the, yeah, the city was called Jazari. And uh, that was like 300 units uh, in four buildings, and it had a central um, playground, swimming pool. It had a gym downstairs. It even had a, a supermarket on site, so everyone wouldn't have to go and drive to the supermarket. Um, yeah, that was a big challenge. It was five stories, and um, it had water tanks on the roof because in Uganda they have a bit of a shortage of water. So we're lucky. We still have water hopefully for a long time. But they use water tanks on the roof, and electricity is a problem. So we had to cha we had to make challenge. There was a challenge in terms of how we would supply power to the building. Amazing. What is the first thing you look for when you walk onto a building site before you start your design? Usually the first thing is we look at the... Um, the access point, where the north point is, uh, which way the, the the house will face, and of course, will the house fit? Because the client's given us a brief. So we, we've got to make sure that that this land will suit his concept and his planning concept. Uh, once we're like satisfied with all of that, we can find a solution. We look at other things like on the site, like the, 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 the slope of the site, how many levels the building will need, we might look at the surrounding neighborhood and see if this house will face onto anything that's not pleasant. We might have to face it the other way. So we do look at the surrounding area as well and make sure that when we design, we don't, our building isn't affected by the neighbors and we don't affect the neighbors. When you enter a building, can you immediately recognize a bad design? Not immediately, no. Most buildings have done with a little bit of a cop. But after a while, you know, in being in a house or building, sometimes you do notice some inconveniences or you notice wasted space. You might notice that the, the passageways are way too wide and the entrance is huge and the actual rooms that you're using should have been bigger. Sometimes things face the wrong way. Maybe the staircase is in the wrong area and the toilets are too far. So sometimes you do notice things that you could have done more effectively. You, you, you can notice. Can I tell you a funny architecture joke? Sure. What kind of, tr what kind of tree does an architect climb? What kind of tree? Um, an oak tree? <laughs> no, a geometry. <laughs> Very good. So, on that note, let's take a quick song break and we will be right back. When I look at my life, want to see myself shine on the dance floor. But I won't get it right till I stop asking why and just let it go. Sometimes I take a look at my life, take a look at my life and say, oh, oh, wanna get it, yeah, gotta 
get it, don't need a pot of gold Looking for the rainbow to break the storm inside of me The rainbow to take the clouds that hide in me Oh, what is someone to heal the heart of me The rainbow, it could be the start of me Yeah, I'm down the luck, but I'm still looking up Got a way to go Kids for kids by kids. They are the high kids. Your host today is Jaden. That song was Rainbow from Ballerina. This is High Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Jaden and I am ten years old. Before I carry on with my interview with Brad Stain, I am going to remind you what the tongue twister is. It is the thirty-three thieves' thoughts, and I'll guess the song for today is. Send your SMS to three four five one nine or Telegram to o six one. Eight nine five one zero one nine. If you know what the song is, if you have any questions for Brad Stain, you can send an SMS to three four five one nine or Telegram to o six one eight nine five one zero one nine or call on o one o one four o three o two o. We have a question from Linda, and she says. Do you think all windows should face the sun for better light? Um, yeah, I would imagine that the more windows you can get facing the sun is better. 
Sometimes the west sun is a problem because it's very strong in the afternoons. So you've got to be careful that it's sheltered as well. But there are some rooms, obviously, that have to be on the other side of the house, so you can't face those towards the sun. And that's why you actually see now in Johannesburg, especially over the past 30, 40 years, a lot of people have north-facing houses where all the bedrooms and living rooms face the north because those are rooms that need heat and sun. And, for example, the kitchens and bathrooms, maybe the spare room or study, faces the other sides, south, east, or west, so that we have a practically warm flow, balanced house that's proportional with the most important rooms facing the sun. Wow, very amazing. And she also says, Hi, Jaden, you are really doing an amazing job. Now, let me carry on with my interview with my guest architect in studio today. Brad Stain. Brad, just a few more questions, please, to help myself and other young kids out there to find out if architecture could be a future choice for them. Once you are done planning and designing, what is the next process in a building project? Well, once you finish planning and designing, you have a bit of a nap because you it's a tedious project but obviously you have to find a builder you have to find a builder that's appropriate to put up the building you have to get the plans through council and i think we discussed that before that's quite a a process so you have to have the plans approved by the government so that you can actually go ahead and build once you've sourced a good builder you've got your plans approved I think it's easy from there because it really gets handed over to the builder and the project manager to put the building up. And then there's less time needed. You have to do site visits to make sure that the building's going up according to the plans. And, of course, often an architect's asked to make sure that the building, the builder is being paid according to the proportion of work that is done. So you might have to go check that the architect's invoice for how much work is done is correct and that the client can pay for that amount of work so we don't underpay the builder or overpay the builder. When you're designing a home or building, which section of the building do you start with? Yeah, so I would generally start with the foundations, but sometimes there's work before that. For example... You might need to level the ground. You might need to create levels for the building to make the building uh, easier to build, follow levels. But, yeah, you'd start with the foundations and the foundation work, and, um, the floor slabs. From there, you'd go up. Are the foundations of a development very important when building? I think everything's important, but, yeah, the most important thing are the foundations. I think it's it's, it's obvious. I think in life everything has to do with the foundations that you start with. So if you build strong foundations, you're going to avoid problems. So in buildings, the problems are cracks, settlement. So there's no doubt that you've got to f make sure that you have an engineer. You can't, an architect can't rely on his own intellect for foundations unless it's a simple building. 
But if it's a complex building, you have to have a professional engineer to make sure that that building will hold properly the weight and the type of structure that that building consists of. Wow. In South Africa, is it very important to have your rooms facing north? Yeah, I would say so. That's similar to the question that that uh, guy phoned in with. It is important to face north. We're lucky on the southern hemisphere that, you know, when we face north, it's not too hot. There's some parts in the world in a little bit high in Africa where it's way too uh, hot. In the middle of Africa, it's way too hot to face north. So, you know, it also depends what part of the world you live in. But um, in our area, in South Africa, I would say north is very good. And you try and utilize the north aspect as much as possible, making the building maybe longer along the north side. So it runs from west to east. And a lot of the rooms face um, the northern hemisphere. Wow, that's very amazing. So, on that note, let's take a quick song break and we will be right back. By kids, for kids, by kids. They are the Chai Kids. Your host today is Jaden. That song was When Will My Life Begin from Tangle. <laughs> 
This is Chai Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Jaden, and I am ten years old. And now, are you ready for the tongue twister? This is how it works. You can call us on o one o one four o three o two o, and I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in ten seconds. Just a reminder that the guess the song challenge question is. You can send your answers to three four five one nine or Telegram to o six one eight nine five one o one nine. You can call now. On o one o one four o three o two o to see if you can say the tongue twister faster than me. I am now going to give this a try. Vusi, please start the timer. The thirty three thieves sorts. 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 Wow, that is quite a tongue twister. Do we have any callers for the tongue twister? Hello, who is Hello? this? Hello, sorry, no? who is this? Abby. Oh, hello. Hello. So now, um, do you want to do the tongue twister? Okay. Um, please start now. The thirty-three thieves got 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 the thirty-three thieves got. Wow! Well done. Does does Brad Stain want to do it? Ooh, that's too difficult. <laughs> okay. Well done for all trying. And on that note, let's go to a song break. Snow glows white on the mountain tonight. Not a footprint to be seen. A kingdom of isolation, and it looks like I'm the queen. The wind is howling like this swirling storm inside. Couldn't keep it in. Heaven knows I tried. Don't let them. Be the good girl you always have to be. Conceal, don't feel, don't let them know. Well, now they know. Let it go, let it go. Can't hold it back anymore. Let it go, let it go.
way It's funny how some distance Makes everything seem small And the fears that once controlled me Kids for kids by kids. They are the high kids. Your host today is Jaden. That song was Let It Go from Frozen. This is High Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Jaden and I am 10 years old. Marco the Gent also has a question and he says, can a person get estimated price before building anything to make sure the owner has enough money to build? Yes, you can estimate. It's not the best way to do it if he's really very conscious about how much money he's going to spend. But you can estimate, and there's very simple methods. There are different types of buildings, and um, even the banks give you a square meter rate. So basically there's a cost per square meter for different types of building on average. And for example, a house costs between 6,000 to 15,000 rand per square meter, depending on how sophisticated the house is and how expensive the finishes are. Wow, that's very interesting. Thank you, Marco the Gent. Lots of answers have come through for the Guess the Song Challenge. Thank you all for playing. Let's find out what the answer to our Guess the Song Challenge is. The answer is, drumroll please. Zero to Hero from Hercules.
Well done to those who guessed it right. This has been Chai Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Jaden, and I am ten years old. Thank you again to my guest Brad Stain for coming on my show. Thank you to my producer Sena and to Vusi for pushing the big red buttons. Please join us tomorrow for another Chai Kids show, only on one hundred one point nine Chai FM. Goodbye, kids.